Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Welcome back, everyone, to part three of the Stompcast. I'm joined by Bosch. We're in the very beautiful Ravenscourt Park. It is a gorgeous day. Little Chippy's been running around. We had a quick break and a drink of water, and we're ready for part three. In the last part, we were talking about some of the advice for people that want to create content or business, purpose-led missions. Uh, and of course, we talked about the new book, uh, Meet, which you must make sure you go and get a copy of. We're going to dive into now um, kind of life lessons in part three. And I think it'd be apt for us to jump into the things you've learned about becoming vegan. And I'd, re I'd be really interested in you guys honing, honing in and maybe winding your minds back to what it was like when you made the switch? What did you feel like in your body? What do you feel like in your mind? And what are the kind of lessons you learned in that initial period of time? Like, oh God, what do I cook <laughs> type thing? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, do you know what, right? So the first thing that I noticed and wasn't really expecting, but probably should have expected, was the fact that any excess weight that I was carrying, which was more than I should have been, just dropped clean off. And like, I literally went from carrying a few too many pounds to becoming probably a little bit underweight pretty damn quickly. Uh, so that was, that was a really interesting physical notice. But then there was also things like hair getting thicker and skin getting clearer and having a bit of clarity of thought and waking up fresher in the mornings and finding it easier to fall asleep at night. These are all things that came like 100% off the back of going plant-based and they happened pretty damn quickly. One thing that I would say is that because we were kind of vegan before it was cool. And maybe we made it cool. Yeah, well, you well, made it cool. Or maybe we think we did. Maybe I think, think, I think your we camouflage did. crocs yeah, uh, are crocs definitely cool. cool. But essentially, because we were going into it completely blind, because the resources weren't really there, uh, we probably did it wrong. I, I certainly felt that the amount of weight that I lost in that short amount of time probably wasn't healthy. So if I was to go ahead and do it again, I would be approaching it in a more slow, measured way, where you're kind of just easing yourself off meat and introducing more plant-based to sort of get your body used to it and get your body ready for it. Because let's be honest, it is a big deal because if you're 31, like we were at the time, um, going vegan overnight is, is, is a big shock to the system because you've been eating nothing but uh, re regular meat-based diet for the previous 30 years. So yeah, I think for now, if people are gonna go ahead and be vegan, like do some thinking before you do it. Where do you think the, cause I guess to have lost that weight, there's been a calorie drop or a calorie drop, or perhaps a change in where the source of the calories come from. Um, do you think, cause a lot of the time people think, well, if I go vegan, I'm just gonna eat loads of carbs. Yes. Um, and therefore they perhaps wouldn't associate it with weight loss. Is that because you do, you, do you think you changed your approach to carbohydrates as well? Did the plate just become full of plants and therefore had less calories? Like what, what do you think the reason was for that weight loss from a nutritional perspective, I guess? It's a great question. And um, it is backed by science. So um, scientifically speaking on the whole, vegans and vegetarians have a lower BMI just generally mm. across the board. Mm. What you'll find is that 
you do tend to eat more carbohydrates. And whilst there are a lot of trends in fitness and weight loss right now that are towards cutting down on carbohydrates, in actual fact, there is an opposite viewpoint amongst some very, very smart leading doctors in the plant-based movement, which is that a carbohydrate-based diet can be incredibly healthy and also a really good way to lose weight. So they would uh, reference a high-carb, low-fat diet, which is basically nothing but pure plants. You're eating incredibly nutritious plants, vegetables, fruits, and whole grains, and you're even avoiding oil, you know, so it's, it's very low in oil. That is often prescribed for people who've got problems like diabetes or heart disease and can be really amazing. There's a, there's a book called uh, Forks Over Knives, which goes into this in a lot of detail. And I guess scientifically what you're talking about is fats are very energy dense. You know, they're full of calories. And it's actually quite difficult to overeat on just pure plants because mm -hmm. they are not energy dense. Um, so that's part of it. I think there's a, a change in the amount of fibre that you're consuming. Because you're moving from starchy, kind of brown beige carbs to plants, which are your kind of fibre rich, uh, green, uh, you know, fibrous carbohydrates. Really, I, would say, I would say because, um, you know, your, the typical Western diet is deficient in fibre. You know, what we're generally eating as the United Kingdom is a, a diet that's deficient in fibre. People don't talk about it a lot, but it's true. A plant-based diet is packed full of fibre. So that's another reason you might feel fuller. Mm. Um, but also, frankly, it was quite hard to in to find food <laughs> yeah. seven years ago. So, you know, all they had in Pret was a falafel wrap. So you did sometimes end up eating, you know, carrots and hummus instead of a proper lunch. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily the best way to go about it, as Ian says, but it did help with a little bit of weight loss in those early days. It's probably it worth us just touching upon like the, because as we're, as we're talking about like carbs and things, I mean, you know, broadly, all humans need macronutrients and micronutrients and mm, macros yeah. are kind of protein, your fats and your carbohydrates. And we use all, we can, we can use all three of those yeah. uh, for energy, can't we? And, and all of those yes. kind of add to our calorific intake. Uh, we often demonize calories, but without calories, you actually won't be alive. We need them. <laughs> um, you need food, you need fuel. Um, and people talk a lot about having a balance between those. And often different cultures, different societies and different approaches will have a varying amounts of each, maybe proportionally. Yes. Um, and I guess when you move towards being vegan, you need to make sure you're still hitting that, yeah. those kind of areas to make sure you don't become deficient. The beauty, of course, I guess, of eating a lot of plant-based foods is that you do get a lot of those micronutrients, which are very important as well. You know, mm. macros are important, but yes. things like your immune system, your brain health, your skin health, um, I mean, you can go on, your, the health of your red blood cells, your white blood cells, all, all of this comes also from those uh, micronutrients too. And all diets really have their pros and cons in yes. terms of which ones are there and which ones aren't. And one of the, I guess, challenges or things that people are concerned about with veganism is perhaps being deficient in things like B12 and things like that. And mm. there are certain things you have to pretty plan for a bit more. So is that an important message to say is that if you're going to move to entirely plant-based food, do you have to think a little bit more? Is that fair? Do you have to think a bit more and think, well, like, where am I going to get my broad make sure i'm covering macro and micro here yes absolutely and you know what this is a topic we could talk about for hours um, it's so fascinating but i think what we know is humans can exist on a mostly fat-based diet you know so you look at things like keto or you look at um, the inuit peoples who eat a lot of whale blubber 
and have a very fat-based diet. Humans can operate uh, on a high-fat diet, but they can also operate on a carbohydrate-based diet. And if you look at, you know, Asia, Japan, China, they ate a lot of rice. Mm. And if you look at South America, there would be a lot of corn. So that would be a very carbohydrate-rich diet. The problem we have in the Western diet is we have too much of both. So we have lots yeah, of carbohydrates so and lots of fat so and everything is basically a donut. So it's got, you know, it's got the fat, it's got the salt, it's got the sugar, it's often got the processed wheat as well. Mm -hmm. And that's where we're all overeating and that's problematic. So I think just trying to make sure you're balancing those, those macronutrients and making sure that you're eating something that's not overabundant in everything. You're not just eating beige fatty food is key. And when you talk about micronutrients, there are absolutely some things to consider in a plant-based diet. So B12 is one of them. Calcium is another one. Iron is another mm. one. So there are things that you need to make sure that you get in your body. And also omega oils, really, really important when you're eating a plant-based diet, uh, important for your brain. But actually, it's not that hard. So, you know, <laughs> what we do uh, is we take, take a couple of little tablets on a daily basis and it's no problem. What's funny about that is that we should actually all be supplementing to some degree. You know, in the United Kingdom, it's recommended that we have vitamin D daily. Well, I was just about to say, I mean, yeah. vitamin D. I might go, I back, guys, how much, Charlie, how much do I bang on about vitamin yeah, D? Yeah, well, we're getting it now, aren't I, we, in I the sun? I literally yeah. go on about this so much. I say, yeah. listen, if you're feeling low in energy and you're feeling yeah. crappy and you're generally feeling bad, particularly in winter, please tell me you're taking vitamin D. Yes. Because one of the biggest deficiencies in the UK, along with fibre, actually. So, so Alex, what's your, uh, what's your attitude to supplementation then? Like, what do you take on a daily? I take vitamin D every single day, all year round. Um, because, um, I mean, and if people go, oh yeah, but I live somewhere that's actually quite sunny, maybe in Cornwall it's sunny a lot. Yep. Actually, I mean, Dubai is the most vitamin deficient place on the planet. Really? Because people spend so much time indoors. So actually, although sunlight hours are important in terms of getting vitamin, it's actually, a, often it's as much to do with people's behavior. So if you work an office-based job and you're indoors all the time, so you're filming content, you work in a chef's kitchen, you're working a lot of nocturnal hours, you're not gonna get a vitamin D. So I take that, um, but I also, I, I I take that because, and just that at the moment, because I've I've had blood tests and I actually every couple of years I check all my kind of nutrient levels. I check, you know, B12 and things to see where I'm at. Uh, and yeah, I think vitamin D was the one bit I was kind of heading a bit low on and that's what I, I swapped where, in. Where do you get those tests done? Um, so I had them done privately. Yeah. Um, so the interesting thing is that obviously in this country with the NHS, we kind of work on, if you experience a problem, we'll investigate it. It's very mm. difficult to get tests done when you're feeling okay and, and kind of normal. Yeah. So perhaps in the past when I was like, I feel a bit rubbish. Okay, let's check your thyroid levels, let's check all these different mm. things. You know, I'm quite into kind of preventative health. So like rather than waiting for symptoms, i.e. the disease has got to the point where it's causing symptoms or the problem's got to the point where it's causing symptoms. Let's like catch it nice and early, let's track it. And I do think that checking things like the hidden things like your blood pressure is another one. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, people get their blood pressure checked on average, like five, 10 years in between. You know, a lot of people don't get blood pressure checked until they're like 35. You know, there's a recent yeah. article in the, in the BBC News, there's quite a big um, bit of research showing how much damage is being done to young people's brains and hearts because they don't get blood pressure checked wow. routinely. They don't get, wow. when, when you're in your 20s, did you ever get your blood pressure checked? No, I don't think so. No, no. Never. and then like people are having yeah. like subclinical, mild hypertension, so mild uh, high blood pressure without feeling symptoms like headaches and stuff. And that's causing ma uh, microvascular damage and damage to your cardiovascular system. And then it's only in your 30s and 40s when they do kind of a bit of a, you know, middle-aged yeah. checkup, they go, oh, hang on crap you've got high blood pressure but actually that might have started in the early 20s exactly. so my kind of point is i think 
just just having checkups are good and i think in terms of my view to a supplementation it's like well i'd rather take it and know that i'm kind of covering myself you know yeah, yeah for sure preventative care just seems sensible and the attitude stuff the thing i find interesting about people's inquisitiveness around veganism is similar to i think sobriety and alcohol free living i think sometimes the questioning and the perhaps negativity towards it comes in a very biased viewpoint because actually if you look at a meat-based diet one of the biggest things we're deficient is fiber mm. Fi low fiber diets kill people every year bowel mm. cancer loads of different digestive issues are affected by low fiber diet we know that low fiber diets affect our gut health gut health is incredibly important for our brains our immune system and everything so there is there are pros and cons to every diet and it's just about being aware isn't it of like okay if i'm going to go vegan these are things i need to think about yeah. absolutely so if you need to take supplements take the supplements it's not that hard and i think it's a great thing to do and you feel fantastic as we've already said yeah. but also even just eating more plants is going to put you in a great mm. place too yeah so let's just give a couple of top tips then so someone's listening now and they've gone do you know what guys you've inspired me and i want to i want to give this a go first of all get your first book because there's lots of tips in that book of course but what would you say like the top three or four tips for starting off like if you're literally going from someone who's eating meat every day how do i start changing uh, i think um so the 80 20 principle when it comes to eating is always a good one so 80 percent of the time try and eat healthy as you can and then 20% of the time just let yourself off the hook and like eat that brownie have that vegan burger or whatever ever it may be so I think uh, that's like a pragmatic way to approach veganism with the 80-20 principle in mind another one is eat your greens like the more greens you eat the better I mean your mum told you eat your greens you should listen to her <laughs> and get those leaf like the spinach in the peas in the kale in whatever because that's obviously gonna be super healthy for you um, there's what else do you reckon Pre-planning, so yep. I think um, making sure that you've got the right things in your cupboards so that you, you might do one big shop, fill your cupboards full of the things you're gonna need, maybe some healthier snacks rather than those unhealthy snacks. Again, making sure you've got those supplements if you're gonna need some supplements um, because the times when you're gonna find it most difficult are the times when you're hungry and that's maybe when you'll kind of come off track if you've got the wrong thing in your cupboards, or maybe if you've got nothing in your cupboards, you pull out Deliveroo. Mm. So just making sure you've got everything you need, you've done some pre-planning, read a couple of good books, learn about that nutrition, just have at high inspo, level. isn't it? Well, have the inspo. I think well, I have um, a reason to do it. No, yes. I'm six. I've been six months alcohol-free as of uh, this week that we're recording this, which Fantastic. to me feels well like I'm, I'm proud That's to have great. done that. I feel good. I feel good about it, and uh, yeah, it's something I'm, I'm very proud of. But the inspo was really important for me, so I kind of I found a few books that inspired me also taught me a few lessons and I followed some accounts that kind of give me some tips because yes. if you've not done something before mm. it's going to be a bit like confusing to start with so you know for people like obviously follow your, your, your account follow accounts that you know have recipes and stuff because one of the things I hate is when you walk into you know M&S or whatever and you look around the shelves you go I don't know what I want and yeah. you walk out again and maybe it's an ADHD thing I don't know but I spend a lot of time going in sometimes and not knowing and I think that pre-planning does help just yeah. having like three or four recipes which are your go-to's yeah. um, uh, that can you know be you go in get your ingredients and know it's there yeah. what would you actually would you give one what would you say is one simple what's a good solid meal vegan meal would you say what's one of your go-to's in the week you know you're not you're not trying to be fancy now it's Wednesday night for, go for to, an evening meal yeah I think pesto pasta with um, with like a little rocket salad and some fresh tomatoes that's good because it's really satisfying yeah. really tasty and reasonably healthy yeah. you know and and also it takes like eight 
nine minutes so on I, a summer's day like this something about pesto in the summer oh, well. I, I actually pesto. did a chicken pesto I shouldn't say the chicken <laughs> uh, uh, let's skip about the chicken vegan chicken uh, a vegan chicken uh, pesto um, uh, pizza so I just made some pizza and had lots of what do we have on there we had uh, mushrooms we had uh, peppers we had um, spinach on there as well was it spinach up on there kale that oh, was it god I can't remember now yeah. but anyway we covered it with a bit of greens and stuff we did have the chicken on there as well but the pesto is such a beautiful uh, ingredient oh, I love pesto so much chocolate it, anything couldn't you really yeah and it's so much better when you make it yourself we actually um, you know we've we've been to factories to make pesto so we have a Bosch pesto so we understand what the process of making pesto to put in a jar is and you always get a pesto that's not quite as good as you could make yourself so definitely recommend making your own pesto yeah. but also you know stir fries stir fries are such a wonderful way to get colorful fruits and veggies into your diet incredibly quick you get that onion you get that ginger you get that garlic you get all of that plant goodness into a dish it's tasty, it's easy to do, and you great can do that on a ASMR as well. And great ASMR. You, it's something about the noise of a, mm, yeah. a, a stir fry. And actually, when we were, we were chopping together the um, video uh, making the vegan poke bowl, we used tofu and we like caramelized it and like fried it. But when the sizzling in the pan oh, and the yeah. tofu and it's cooking, we're just like listening to back on the video and you're like, God, this is actually really relaxing. Yeah. You could almost like Very drift off <laughs> listening to it. You know? Stir fry is a really good way to um, sharpen up your knife skills. Yes. Mm. See. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, very good, very good. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Guys, it's been an amazing chat. Let's do our um, health fact of the week. So I'm reacting to this as you are as well. So producer Charlie has found this for us. Uh, Researchers at the University of Oxford found that cutting meat and dairy products from your diet could reduce your food carbon footprint by up to 73%. 73%? Yeah, so up to three quarters. Wow, that's that's pretty incredible. If everyone became vegan, we would see reduced wildlife extinction, maybe less forest fires, uh, lower greenhouse gas, gas emissions, but also global farmland could be reduced by 75%. To put that into perspective, that's the same size as the US, China, Australia and the EU combined. That's that's quite, that's quite, yeah, that's... Compelling. Yeah, crazy. That's what it is. Crazy, I mean, that, when you hear that kind of thing coming out of Oxford University, you have to take yeah. take note of it. Man. Yeah. yeah. It's a kind of, it's the, it's the feeling of like you're doing something. I, I have think, as I've, as I've got older, I do feel that sometimes... As compared to when I was younger, I went, oh, like I do this, it doesn't make a difference. Like when you do something that you know that is inherently not good, not just good for you, but also has an impact, even if it's a small impact, there's something 
something within us that feels right doing that, isn't yeah. there? Yeah, and there's, there's some, that, that study is fantastic. I think that's the Joseph, Joseph Poor study, um, which, is, which is so powerful. We'll leave the link in the, in the show notes, yeah. as we always do. It's, yeah. it's so powerful, and, and it's just really good to know that there is an answer to how your dietary choices can affect your own greenhouse gas emissions. And mm. you can still choose to do with what you want with that. You don't have to eat only plants, but it's good to know that eating more plants is good and if we all just do that a bit more we will start to gently ease off the land just a little bit and live slightly more efficient lives and sometimes it's helpful just to step away to make a decision like i've mentioned being six months alcohol free and i mm. found that doing that has also allowed me to assess my relationship with alcohol and yeah. mm-hmm. you have a relationship with all your food so you have a relationship with eating meat and maybe stepping away makes you consider am i doing this just because that's what i've always done that's because well, that's what i grew up with and is there an alternative and i found it really helpful i mean as i reflect six months it's kind of it's really useful to look and go yeah maybe there are other ways of living yeah, and yeah. even if i go back to drinking alcohol i would never go back to the same way as i was before yeah. because i have this new perspective mm. and yeah. maybe maybe i don't know maybe it's a similar thing we've maybe both we done it actually we, we we've both uh, we've mm. both tried not drinking alcohol yeah. for, for big stints and it is it's fantastic yeah you yeah. feel great for it don't you yeah, I was dry for 29 months for it, and, wow. and I think, like, like you say, you've done your six months, which is which is really, really good, and it just gives you that time to sort of, you know, like, get control of it because you know alcohol is fucking. It's it yeah, can be yeah, quite it addictive, is, yeah. it is, and it uh, I don't know. I, I don't know what you guys, but like when I have a drink, I kind of will end up not having one or two pints. It will be more than that. Uh, so having a little bit of time away from it gives you the opportunity to reassess, and when you eventually get back into it, then you can do it more measuredly and maybe uh, you know enjoy it more because you're drinking less. So for instance, rather than like necking five pints on a Thursday, mm. you're having a really nice glass of wine on a Saturday. You know, and it's just the way that you frame alcohol within your life. I, I put it, just a question, it's a very different topic, but um, when you went back to drinking after 29 months, did you find, was it kind of hard going back in the sense that you've, you, you're on this thing now, you've done this, you built this kind of habit of not drinking. Was there kind of a weird moment of like, oh, shall I have it? Were you holding the glass well, thinking, am I going to do this or not? <laughs> what happened is, um, so I'd been drive 29 months, we went to a party, uh, this is in a previous job, came down from Sheffield all the way down to London, went to this bar, and uh, went to, up to the barman and it was like, oh yeah, so I hear that it's a free bar, like, what's the limitation? He's like, there's no limitation. I was like, okay, cool, give me a bottle of champagne then. And he was like, there you go. So, like, okay, good. Well, okay, got it now. Probably gonna have to have a couple of glasses. So three glasses of champagne after 29 months. Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah. Oh gosh, yeah, bubbly stuff. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I bet you felt that for a few days. Yeah, yeah. Well, listen guys, I've absolutely loved having you on the Subcast. Chippy's been very friendly, said hello to every dog, squirrel and otherwise in the park, which yeah. is great. <laughs> She's beautiful. Um, we've really enjoyed it and uh, it's inspired me actually to, to even learn more and to develop more of my own skills cooking plant-based food and, and as i said i think it'd be really fun i'll, I'll pick a or if you suggest a recipe from that book we will. Yeah. obviously we'll shout about it in the in the post and stuff and uh, i can give it a go it's kind of there's nothing better than trialing yourself is there? that's Absolutely. the way it's like learn for yourself what you like and and develop the skills so thank you so much thank and, you for uh, having yeah, us I'm, I'm sure we'll cross paths and yeah i'd love to come and cook with you sometime yeah we're just up the road and you you, you 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 can have me in and teach me some some tricks Fantastic. Thanks very much, guys. Wicked. Well, everyone, as I said, um, make sure you get a copy of Meat, get original, the original book as well. And yeah, if you don't already, follow on the Instagram and the YouTube as well. See you all soon. Look after yourselves and goodbye. See you later. Peace.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, 